This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. The Blitz 1170 stream is brought to you by Duck Creek Casino, your hometown casino. All right, it's 2.36 here on the Blitz 1170 and streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app. Download it today and theblitztulsa.com. Let's hit up the hotline, not make this gentleman wait any longer. Uh, He is... A man that is on fire right now. Philip Goodrum from SC Tulsa joins us here on the Blitz. What's going on, Philip? How are you, buddy? Uh, we haven't ch- chatted with you in the last couple of weeks, man, but you and the crew have been on an absolute heater so far. Hey, happy to be back on. Yeah, life's been pretty good. Uh, four in a row, scored a few goals, so <laughs> yeah, can't complain. Scored a few goals is putting it lightly, my man. Putting it lightly. So the, the, <laughs> the last time that we chatted, you were... You were in a hotel room, and you guys were in Louisville. So walk me through what the last couple of weeks have been like for you in terms of from the perspective of when we talked, your comfort level, how you have your feet underneath you now, and just what the general feel of the club is like now compared to what it just was, what, like three or four weeks ago? Yeah, well, I'll say first off, when I came in getting ready for that Louisville game, uh, I was still focused on remembering everybody's names and tendencies. <laughs> and so <laughs> we've, we've come a long way since then, but no, the buzz, the buzz in the group is great. Um, I think if anybody who's watched an FC Tulsa game recently can tell that the main thing that we've gotten uh, is this, just this confidence and this poise about us. We're, we're ready to go into battle every week and uh, go out there and chase three points and Hey, worked out pretty well there's been a few other trades and changes but um yeah bringing new faces in and meshing with the guys and just buying into what uh what that culture is like here at Tulsa that never say die culture and um yeah it's it's been fun it looks like that you're at least having fun uh, and I know that that was one thing that you came in. You were you were very determined um, based off of your, your last destination when you came here to Tulsa. You say confidence. A lot of times we get into these, these weird topics on stupid sports talk radio shows and in the media about how much that confidence actually matters in an instance like this. So if you were to balance it out from what you're doing like tactically with this new core of players compared to just the overall belief in where you're at right now, what is the balance on that that has kind of put you guys in this position where, what, a month ago we weren't even – the playoffs were in sight, but now firmly in the playoff mix. Yeah. And, no, I think uh, Blair, Blair Gavin, our head coach, has really set up, set up everybody well tactically. We've bought into what, they, what he's putting us out there to do. And uh, then at the end of the day, it's it's on us as the players to go out and produce. And so, you know, maybe it takes something here or there to kind of get that confidence and get that belief in, within the team. But uh, we have a good kind of front three up top of me, Marcus Epson, Moses Dyer, and that relationship is one that has uh, that is built built up pretty well as of late. And so, yeah, I mean, we got a we got a win right away when I came in, and then. Um, had a little hiccups here and there, but building off of building off of the confidence and the camaraderie just from each of those kind of last minute winning games. That's that's huge for morale, and you know it's something that people people may not recognize as much, but for us, it's something that uh, just lets us grow together and then um, build up that confidence, which I've been talking about. 
Philip Goodrum is our guest here on the Blitz 1170. FC Tulsa takes on RGV Toros tomorrow night over at 1-0 Field. The game is on uh, News on 6. It's an 8 o'clock start. It's Christmas in July and Dollar Beer Night uh, over at One Oak. We, I had the opportunity to call on the radio side the Detroit City game, and that was a game right. in, in which was just, I mean, so intense from start to finish. There was talk before the match started, Philip, and I, I'll go just with what Sam had said, what the coaching staff had said. They used the term I didn't, and there was the must-win that was kind of thrown around a little bit there, judging by where you guys were at in the table. What did that win do to kind of propel you guys to where you're at now? And is was it in that moment where the aha moment clicked for you guys? Of like, oh, I, you know what? I, I think we might actually have something that's pretty special here for us to go on a run here towards the end of the season. Yeah, I remember walking out of that stadium and talking with people in the front office and tell us, you just saw a little flash of what we can do. And so sometimes it just takes – a moment to click like it did. And I mean, it was a win in the most dramatic of fashions, you know, a comeback Marcus Epps comes on and scores a great goal with seconds left to play, you know? And um, it was sometimes that's all it takes is just a little bit of a little bit of composure and a little bit of poise to go out there and put the last goal away. And then the celebrations in the locker room, the relief on the coaching staff and the players faces was just, was just there because it's like you said, it was a must-win game. And um, from there, you know, I think we all stepped away and said, wow, we can, we can do this. Like, we're not, we're not here by mistake. And uh, let's just keep this confidence rolling and let's go see what we can do. You know, the, one of the things that I think is, is amazing about that game, besides the fact that you, you were on a brace and then you had the assist as well to, to the game winner there from Marcus, at that point, you guys are still relatively new. You're still trying to figure each other out. I understand that, you know, in this game, you know, you're you're supposed to be in certain places at a certain time, and you're you're looking for runs and, and different angles on that. But uh, what was going through your mind in that moment, one on the assist that you have, just knowing that Marcus was going to be there in that right position, keeping that run going? Yeah, it's funny. We actually spoke about it that week in training. I said, if you see me pinning a center back, um, I was like play like hit me and I'll give it right back to you I said I see you I see you making your runs I think Marcus Epps is one of the fastest players in the league and so I said if you hit me it's coming right back to you man and so I took uh he he hit me and he kept his run going and he has that you know just absolute speed and um got into the right spots I put it there and he had a still a lot to do with the finish and put it away but it's it's like we've talked about uh those relationships building me coming in as a new player out of off a trade uh it's always going to be difficult to you know hit your hit the ground running and kind of just start from scratch again but the guys the guys here have been great and embracing me in teaching me things about them learning my tendencies and as you can see in the last few games uh we feel like we've we've got our feet under us now how much fun are you having right now man and and was there a time uh, is there a time that you you clearly weren't having fun for for a significant stretch, and I, I'm I'm not one to to tell you what, that you were or you weren't, but you could just tell that you weren't, and through some of your comments as well. But from where you're at then compared to now, how much fun is this for you? I'm having an absolute blast, um, and you can probably see it on my face when I play. But 
you know, sports, it's the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, and you can never get your, let your lows get too low and your highs get too high. But when we lost to Memphis away, it was 4-0, and I mean, I think everybody kind of had to go back and take a look in the mirror and figure out, like, man, this is going to be the time where we either turn things around or this is the time where we're going to sit back and say, holy crap, what's going on? And uh, credit to the whole organization, because I think everybody sat down after that game, took a look in the mirror, and we've won every single game since. And um, so, yeah, to answer your question, I'm having a blast. Earlier this season when I was still in Memphis, I was not having much fun at all. And, you know, it was for a bunch of different reasons, but I'm just I'm really happy to be a part of SC Tulsa and what this organization is building. All right, give me a little uh, scouting report on uh, RGV, what you guys have talked about in training this week, uh, going over some yep. film. What are, what's, a, what's a few items here? And in a club that has, has consistently struggled since they came into the league and against uh, Tulsa, whatever version of franchise it is, back in, since uh, 2016. But uh, walk me through a little bit about uh, what challenges they present to you. Yeah, RGV is a uh, team that I've actually played this season with Memphis already. But um, they're a team that struggled a little bit, like we did initially, but they are unbeaten in their last seven games, which I think is the best streak in the league right now. They've tied a lot of games, but they've also scored a lot of, you know, uh, quality late goals. And so they're a team that we know is going to be very technical. They're not going to come in here and kind of sit back off and give us that respect. We're going to have to earn it with our play and with our work rate. And so... They're a very technical and energetic team, just like us. And so, uh, yeah, may the best man win. Um, it's going to be a fun one. I think there's going to be a lot of goals in there for the fans. Did you? So when you play, did you play them at home or did you go to McAllen? We went to McAllen, okay. Texas, which and, is uh, which is I always think, a wonderful think, trip, isn't that one? <laughs> oh yeah, that's a far one, and it is hot as Hades. So boy, is but, it? Uh, they have a they have a great they have a great stadium and a great setup for that club i will say though they do they do now the last time i was there philip is when the stadium wasn't complete yet so we actually had to play a a match on their practice field that was adjacent to it really? and they yeah and they threw like bleachers next to the practice field and the sprinklers came on in the middle of the game so that that will tell you but yeah that 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 thing was still <laughs> under construction at that time way back in 2016 i believe is is uh when i was last down there well man i i'm so happy that you uh or having the success that you have, I'm I'm happy that you and the lads are are on the right path. I know that tomorrow night is is still going to be a difficult challenge with how well that RGV has been playing here as of late. But we have the utmost confidence in you guys and go out there and get that fifth in a row and keep climbing up that table there in the Eastern Conference, Philip. Yes, sir. I really appreciate it, and I hope uh, we can see quite a few fans out there for another dollar beer night. There it's gonna is be a fun one. No doubt, beer showers for everyone. Good luck tomorrow night, man. We yeah. really appreciate it. Thank you. That is Philip Goodrum joining us here on the Blitz Eleven Seventy. You also might know him, by the way, by the way, because I failed to mention this as the Week Nineteen Player of the Week. By the way, Epps, who we talked about, Marcus Epps, the game winner against Detroit City FC, received the uh, Team of the Week honors as well as uh, FC Tulsa. Doing it right, it is Christmas in July with a toy drive. Tomorrow night, that game on News on 6 at One Oak Field. Dollar, dollar beer night. It's 2.48. By God, I believe it's almost Blitz Mix time. That means we'll be joined by...
Colby Daniels. We'll go a little non-sports here in the early stages of the 3 o'clock hour and maybe even mix in a little what I learned on TikTok, which I know Bryce is super excited about to hear another AI-generated version of a song. Get you uh, things that uh, make today unique and special. That's all coming up on the first segment of the Blitz Mix with Colby Daniels right here on the Blitz 1170 and streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app from the Ike's Chili House Studios. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.